before Google, social media, or IMDb, there were guys behind the counter. They were your window to all things movie, what just came out, and what is and what is not worth your time. Stay tuned as we discuss this week's staff pick, VHS finds, and anything else that may pop up. Do you think they're ever going to remake any more Robin Williams uh, 90s comedies? Or like 90s movies? Well, they, they did Aladdin. He has been replaced. And uh, now and they did Jumanji, where it was like, why did you, you, well, you didn't have to call it that? They they're gonna, gonna. They're probably gonna do Mrs. Dalfar. You think they're gonna do that again? Yeah, is that I, like a strong I, enough name to to. Is that a is that not a touchy subject though? It is, but I mean, throw a couple of gays in there and like, <laughs> like to kind of like balance it out. Well, and I the, think. Yeah, maybe. I'm serious. Like, if they you, would if have you, to, they would have to swing it that way. They, yeah. they would have to be a very, it would have to be a very all encompassing movie to have Mrs. Doubtfire. In 2020, I, agreed because that's that's a like Jumanji. That was like an okay Robin Williams. Like it wasn't a quinta, like if you say Robin Williams, no one's like, oh yeah, Jumanji. Yeah, you say Robin Williams, they're like, oh Mrs. Doubtfire. You know, yeah. Good Morning Vietnam. Um, fucking what else? What Flubber. Else oh God, yes. Well, Flubber was Flubber. already a remake. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm surprised they haven't done that one again because that I mean that would be an easy one. Kids would be totally into that they love that aaron's silly putty and all that shit make one where like somebody's squishy fucking youtube video blob is like alive and it's flubber and i go i i a couple years back they were going to do uh like an animated popeye Mm -hmm. and i don't know if you guys saw it but they kind of they released um like the test footage for it and it's and it's actually fantastic it's really really sad that it, it never like went forward i forget the reason why but the Anim- animated like cg or yeah it was like cg like really like, like shrek yeah it looked fucking fantastic dude i'd be into that with popeye i really like popeye and no one i mean he's kind of gone no one really i thought about robin popeye. williams's popeye was amazing i have you know, not seen that and i've always wanted to and i i've been looking for it too i never really see it on tape but i think i think i have it on tape downstairs yeah hey we're the guys behind the counter yeah. Oh hey, uh, we are the guys behind the counter. <laughs> hey I'm, hey uh, hey, I'm hey. back. I get to do that. That's one oh. of my things. Oh yeah, teachers back today. You, you jerks! Welcome to Behind the Counter. We are the guys behind the counter. I'm Kev with Pizza Planet. Uh, uh, Sprinkles here with Collection Therapy, and I just kind of talked a little bit over you, but my name is Jesse with Cinedump.com. Sorry about that, Chase. Or hey, that's Sprinkles. okay. That's okay. Um, <laughs> you can call me whatever you want. I'll call you mine. Uh, oh, I'll, hey. I'm basically just going to leave everything in that we've just been saying. Good, <laughs> yeah. That's the pre-show. Yeah, that those that's for the uh, Patreons. Right? Yeah, that's 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 the uh, <laughs> that's the paid extra stuff. Well, guys, I'm back. Uh, thanks for te- holding down the fort last week. It was really fun editing a podcast that I'm not in because I yeah, was like, hey, I think you got a career there for you. You know, <laughs> it start was editing a- other people's podcasts. Thanks for setting that up. It was hilarious. I was like, yes. So uh, I enjoyed it. It was great content. It was so long, though. You guys talked for an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah and, like... and can you imagine if we would have left the, the pre-show in? You got yeah. to pay to hear that, Kev. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the extras. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I haven't seen Popeye either. Like, I, I own it, and I've, I've started watching it, but I always fall asleep. Yeah, I mean, it seems like a movie I wouldn't put on until I was about to fall asleep anyway. Yeah. And I'd be like, finally time to watch this. Just kidding. Dude. 
I I think it's a good movie. I mean, I I've yeah. watched it multiple times. I just, I don't know. I, it's universally it a, known as a bad movie, but I think it's one of those ones yeah. that's so bad that it's good. Like yeah, it's, at, it's, at least that's what I get when I watch it. You know, yeah. one of my favorite uh, golden oldie little ditties is uh, Mr. Limpet. Oh, the fish? Yeah, yeah. Kevin, you haven't seen that? That's the one where he... Uh, Don Knotts. Fr- Don Knotts goes under the ocean, right? And becomes yeah. Limpet. Oh, it's amazing. I found this clamshell of it, and I couldn't believe it. I buy every copy of this I find. I love this movie. I think y'all mentioned that previously, because uh, I'm, like, so. I'm a hardcore fan. And I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys know. But uh, do you remember that time? I think it was when you said that uh, you buy every clamshell of that because it's blue. And you're mm-hmm. like, you blue blue clamshells are rare. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. I've, I mean, any colored clamshell in general. But yeah. They are. buy and a clamshell. What's funny, they, because when you mentioned that last time, I, I actually started looking for it because because of that. Yeah. And I have not. Th- that was a while ago. That was probably about 10 episodes ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. And uh, I haven't found one since. Yeah, I believe it. I was Mr. trying to Limpet. do that Chris Farley thing, and then it just kind of fell flat. So <laughs> <I really died. laughs> uh, but anyway, we got a lot to talk so, about today. Uh, yeah, because you guys got to go to a VHS swap on yeah, Sunday, we, right? We met in person uh, like we do every few months. It's been a while since I was at one of the swaps, though. They, they've become more scarce than they were last year. Who put, them on the, who put this one on? Oh, uh, Mr. Champion Video, uh, Jason Champion. Oh, puts nice. them on in Houston at Insomnia Gallery. Uh, last year we were doing it like it, it was pretty much every month for a solid like five months, uh, and then it then we took a little break, had a holiday one, and then there's been two this year. I missed the last one, but uh, yeah, it was a great time. It's uh, it was probably the best turnout we've had. Yeah, nice. I would I would say it was. I I made I I mean as far as like taking in money and stuff like mm-hmm. it was probably the most it was the most uh most received i would say and i and yeah. i and i found a lot of good stuff too um so i'm but i at the same time i kind of kept i i kept i kept it to like my absolute wants and needs versus like in the past i would just jump on everything yeah, yeah. i i still jump on stuff when when it's like a a killer deal so champion had a a table set up. He never usually has a table, but he's he's winding a few things down and he had a table of just dollar tapes. And if Jason Champion has a thing of dollar tapes, it's not a bunch of Mrs. Doubtfires. It's usually <laughs> something a little better than that. No and Popeyes. Found, no Popeyes, but I found a bunch I needed and I totally already put them on the walls and in my plate. They're already stocked and I forgot most of them, but I pulled out some key ones that I wanted to mention. And I watched this one yesterday, and uh, I wasn't I wasn't really that excited about it after I watched it. But it's the Extreme Adventures of Super Dave. <laughs> uh, I was really excited to watch it because I love whatever his name is, the guy. From he, he's in, yeah, from Curb Your Enthusiasm. He's he's that uh, whatever his name is, Bob Einstein, and uh, he's hysterical. Turns out Super Dave is a character from like the seventies. And he was in sketch comedies and all this throughout the years. And he got a movie in 2000 that was straight to DVD and tape. Um, it wasn't very good. It's basically like Hot Rod, but it's not funny. <laughs> I've like never heard that in my life. <clears throat> imagine the exact plot of Hot Rod. And it's, it's pretty much that. It's just not funny. Okay. And uh, also got The Dark Backward. 
I I recognize the cover, but I've never seen this. Have you seen it? No. No. It says, reminiscent of Eraserhead, Pink Flamingos, and Brazil. So, I mean, those are three three movies that, like, have nothing to do with one another. No, but that's insane. (laughs) It also has Judd Nelson, Bill Paxton, and Wayne Newton. Yeah, the, the, the name sounds familiar. I just can't. The cover, maybe the I'm cover used was to the, the only DVD thing cover. I recognized. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I, I know I never seen it, but I knew that this was something that I should grab. Uh, so that was nice. And I also got Kill Bill, which hmm, I, I just didn't even really think I, I needed that one. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of it, but I mean, whatever. Some Some friends of mine actually went to Japan just recently. Mm-hmm. And, and when they were there, they ate at the uh, the restaurant where that big scene, the battle scene is with all the the crazy 88 or whatever. Oh, really? Th- they ate That's there. That's a restaurant? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. It was pretty pretty sick. The photos, like, are really, like, were really sweet. Didn't really do the scene or didn't really do it justice because the scene's so badass. But yeah, thought that was pretty neat. That's pretty cool. Uh, oh, yeah. I also picked up, not from Jason, but this one is one of my new favorite tapes, VHS2, which came out in 2012. So, so this meta. Is an, I love this movie. I love the first two VHS movies. And the first one came out on tape, too. I just need to find that. A uh, couple other things. I got a whole stack of Nickelodeon shit from Jesse, and it's awesome. And there's Doug, Clarissa, uh, Ren and Stimpy, uh, I wanted that Pete and Pete, but I also knew Mike wanted to buy it. And I was like, whatever, he can buy it. If he really wants to buy it. Uh, yeah. 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 He, re- he wanted it since he was, as he soon as I put it out, he wouldn't take his eyes off of me when I was looking at the tapes at the end. Cause he thought I was going to grab it. And I was like, bro, sorry. That is a, bu- I've only paid $30 for one tape ever. And that was the windows 95. Uh, Jennifer Aniston, Jennifer Aniston, uh, like- Matthew, yeah. Matthew Perry tape that's the only tape i've ever paid 30 dollars for sorry everybody but i did and i don't pay more than like 10 dollars typically for a tape yeah uh, i think he paid 30 he's paying 35 yeah which i mean it's totally is valued at that but not for not for me because i also it's sealed and i would want to open it yeah Kev, so, so, that's... so what you don't know kev is like i sold a pete and pete tape and it, it was sealed as uh, sprinkles mentioned but it also had like these like it had like uh, glasses or something. It had like an insert in it that was still in it. And just the insert alone cost basically what I was selling it for. So I was as hard as it was to let go. I was, I was happy to see it go to a good home. Yeah. Yeah. Mike's pretty stoked about that. Yeah. I don't, get to do, I don't get to do any of this cool shit. Cause no one does this stuff in Atlanta. Well, I think that means somebody has to <laughs> somebody Dude, with, I it, don't know, uh, a rental store uh, and a podcast. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they can do something going. It'll just be me standing there with a bunch of tapes on a table going, hey, hey guys. Anybody? Hey, revolutions always start somewhere. <laughs> that, yeah. That's how the first, first VHS swap I ever went to was. Like, it was me and Video Sanctum, and that was it. And nice. and it, it's, it sucked. But, uh, but at the same time, you know, people looked at the stuff. It kind of got other people interested. And then, you know, Jason got, like, you know, put, put this together. And, you know, people come together every time it gets announced. Yeah, and now, I mean, so many people have booths now. Yeah. It's just a matter of getting the word out there more and get more sure. patrons to show up. A lot of the patrons have gotten their own booths, so time to That's get more, awesome. more patrons. Yeah. Um, eventually, maybe a bigger place. Uh, but anyway, 
this is the last thing, but I needed to show it because what this is one of those huge double clamshells, one of the fat boys. Fat thing is awesome, and it's RoboCop, but it's the supplement, as you can see written at the bottom. The supplement. What the uh, fuck is that? It's RoboCop with commentary. Oh, that's on, cool. And it's just on two tapes in this massive box. Yeah, that's and I'm in awesome. love with it. And it looks it it's not even appealing. It's like just a steel cover with the word Robocop. And the back has two really bad photos. And I'm like, this is what you put out? Who where did you buy this? You know? That thing is amazing. Yeah, I've never seen that. That's actually really cool. Yeah, this was at this is at Jason's booth. He had this and another double size thing, uh, for the movie Conquest, a documentary about space travel. So uh-huh. I picked that up because I I also I vicariously collect for other people, so I create collections for my <laughs> girlfriend and other friends. So she collects NASA stuff now because she had a couple things. So now I collect them for. Her. There you go. Uh, did you get any? Uh, uh, did, weren't you selling Jesse? Weren't you selling a bunch of laser disc? Yeah, I sold. Oh yeah, you you did grab a couple. I picked up two. I got blank check and don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Oh, that's amazing. I would have flipped through more of them, but I just didn't want to be on my knee that much longer. Yeah, there was a lot. And there were they, a lot. the box was very heavy. Or yeah. the boxes were very heavy, or else I probably would have like put them on the tables. But I think yeah. I think next time I'm just gonna bring like one or two and then maybe showcase them on the table. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I bring too much shit to those things, but usually half of it ends up selling. Hey, I finally brought two tables worth and I did. I sold more than I usually do, but I mean, not a lot. But I'm, I'm glad that I was able to actually hang signs up this time, and uh, I had all my tapes in alphabetical order, which yeah. I'm pretty sure no one else does. So if you're looking for something, you can actually find it. That's a good idea. Um, I mean, since I sell them online, I need to know where they are when I'm yeah. when I have to go ship it. I'm not about to sift through 15 boxes. I also keep them under my couch in. Uh, you know those like really short boxes that uh, that no the boxes that raspberries come in at like grocery stores mm-hmm. they fit tapes perfectly in a row and and they're open so there's nothing to worry about and I can just slide them out from under my couch and they're all in alphabetical order they, and that's my inventory yeah they say that's like a really good key in like in selling stuff like at conventions and things like that you know like if you kind of showcase them as if is as if they are worth more than they actually are a lot of times no matter what the price people will just seem more interested regardless of right. what it's worth and also since they were all two bucks that's yeah. the other way to do it yeah that too. as soon as people asked how much i was like they're all two dollars and they were like oh and then they started to grab a couple and i was like all right sick that's all they needed to know dude speaking of so we had our goodwills here did all vhs tapes five for 99 cents Oh hell yeah, dude! Yeah. Mine just threw threw them away. They just stopped <laughs> selling them and threw them away. They didn't so, do any clearance. A buddy of mine that I met hunting in town, he fa- he found a Goodwill that still had tapes. I went to two, and neither of them still had tapes. Wait, you got a buddy around there? You two put on the tape swap out there. We're thinking you about got, it. Yeah, you already got somebody else. That's right. that's. I mean, it takes two to tango. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Worst case, it could just be like you know. Hanging out. Yeah, I mean, maybe have like a TV with some stuff playing. So you rent out a little coffee shop and take up a corner, and then uh, that's how you spread the word. If you live in Atlanta, Georgia, 
Hit us up in the DMs. Let me know if you live here and if you want us to do some type of meetup and sell swap. Um, yeah, it's all the rage. It'll be. I, mean, I won't on. have it. I won't have a table because I don't have anything to sell. Again, I stopped getting extra. I only buy if I know a buddy is looking for something. Like I still need to send you that Power Rangers tape. I'm so sorry. And I, hey, I found it's okay. you. A, I found you. There's a bunch still a hole the, in the wall there. I found you a bunch of those uh, uh, clear protective cases oh really yeah you said you you wanted a bunch i found hell yeah dude because i uh i i want all my nickelodeon tapes to be in it and i've pretty much maxed them out because i also have all my south park tapes in it so that's like that's like 70 tapes i have in those sleeves i think i found like five or so that were like that were (laughs) like doable the rest of them were like you would touch them and they just like flaked apart uh this one girl on instagram i assume it's a girl i don't know i'm sorry sarah if you're not but sarah films for sale don't assume shout out uh she was really great and sold me a box of 62 of those things for a great deal so are they squeeze and shake cases or yeah yeah Yeah. okay i love squeeze and shake cases i try to put i've i've actually swapped out what what i decide they're for several times already yeah i was like oh all my godzilla tapes and then i got a double tape so i was like okay none of the godzilla tapes i only put them in special ones so I have a Chase, uh, a Sprinkles original big where you drew all oh, over. Oh, yeah. And so that's that's in a squeeze and shake case because that was an important one to me. I have a grail that I was always looking for was prom night. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's in one. And then I, I for a while, I was putting all my screeners. I like screeners. I like screeners, too. I have a lot. It never bugged me. So I, I always, every time the, the words pop up, I just chuckle, and yeah. I love that they're there. Yeah, <laughs> like who played this? What was this for? Like, did Blockbuster really have to put these in throughout the day? But so, Jesse, what'd you find at the the swap? So I'm gonna save the best for last. But uh, I got Juggalo Championship Wrestling. Um, Hell yeah, number one. Which you know, I've I've wanted this for a, a while. Like, because not only do I like wrestling, but there was a phase. Where I just loved ICP back when they were like in WCW. Dude, the Great Malenko is one of the best yeah. albums Jack, you can listen to. The Amazing Jekyll Brothers, like mm-hmm. I just I don't know. It's a weird <laughs> time. Kevin's face. <laughs> I, I was processing. I'm a jam band guy. Like I'm I'm just an old hippie at heart. But I I straight up had an ICP album, and then like my mother heard like one of the lyrics, like I stab people, and it was <laughs> it was uh, pretty much immediately confiscated. I was like, uh, okay. Yeah, well, even even like back then, I kind of looked at it more of like a satire of. Yeah, of, I was of, always like, these guys are fascinating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the documentaries about the Juggalo Army. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, may, people it's just great. like straight up freebasing and just like it's yeah. everything you think they are, and also everything you didn't think they were. Yeah, they're a family. Yeah, they are. They're a family. I've and actually, it's on my bucket list to go to the gathering. Me I too. Go full garb, like makeup, dude. You want to go together? We can plan this for twenty twenty. Dude, dude, I'll do it. I'm down. I'm oh, a... I've never had anyone want to go with me. <laughs> I'm a, you I'm guys, a... yeah. You guys should go and do a live from the from the gathering. We're gonna stream live from the gathering. Oh, I'm down. God, that'd be amazing. We can sell tapes. We'll bring a table. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's but a hell of a good idea. I'm a big fan of Danny Brown, and Danny Brown is like he's one of my favorite rappers of all time. And mm-hmm. he 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 did a song with them, and uh, I think he played at a couple of their shows. So. Any excuse yes. to see Danny Brown, I'm like all about it. If you haven't heard of him, 
I mean, he has a song called Blunt After 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 Blunt. And he has a huge gap in his teeth where he he fell outside of a KFC and he hit his teeth on like on the ground. And so that he's he's a good lyricist, but he's he also yells. But I just really am into Danny Brown. So there's nothing like rapping or rapping. There's nothing like moshing at a rap show. So check him out tight yeah um i also got this kiss exposed oh by the way i got that jcw from bloodbath uh vhs oh, yeah yeah vhs bloodbath he hooked, he hooked that up great guy. um this uh this is weird it's like a, i love these like exposed tapes and uh this is kiss exposed which i i never really wanted to see but uh it was a it was a good it was a dollar and uh um, right it's i mean we'll see but there's there's some other like exposed tapes like of like bands like Limp Biscuit and Corn and like I always like it's always funny to see them like at the top of their game like snorting coke off shoulder blades and like just straight up talking shit because those tapes are so low print run that they're that and they're, footage that yeah. footage isn't everywhere they're, you, yeah you, they're totally unauthorized and like most of those interviews are happening when they're like not okay so they're they're always fun to to fine so we'll see how good the kiss exposed is yeah and uh i mentioned this earlier video sanctum that he's he sold these he he sells like a bunch of dead stock v uh videos and this is bio kids and um i've kind of always wanted this because it's it's a interesting take it's like pint-sized superheroes take on an evil but it's it's very much like power rangers like it it has this interesting aesthetic and it's sealed and i got this for 15 bucks and it's like a 40 dollar tape and i've always had my eye on it mm-hmm. and when i saw it i about i i was just like whatever i'll pay i'll pay whatever because i <laughs> love video sanctum and his fucking dead stock it yeah it amazes me i don't know how much he has left i mean he can't be sitting on that uh fucking mountain so you, he's got to be dwindling what, down but when you say dead stock what do you mean by that just like it never he, sold yeah just sealed boxes that sat for 30 years he yeah he bought he buys out video stores or he used to and that's i mean ultimately yeah he bought them all he bought everything they had and then uh for a while he was doing like auctions where he would sell like like uh advertisements and like you know in-store displays and i think now it's getting to the point where he's kind of just like bringing a couple boxes here and there you know just getting getting rid of the the remains yeah Um, for sure but the the highlight of the entire thing was this uh we mentioned it or Chase mentioned it in the last podcast, but it's Daisy, 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 give me your answer. And uh it's a wall slab which you can find at Collection Therapy. And uh um, oh, this guy. It's uh it's pretty sweet, man. Like I was I, I was hoping that it was uh a a wall slab, but I just wasn't prepared for it to look as cool as this. And I immediately put it in my car as soon as you gave it to me. Um, <laughs> well, thanks, just, dude. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, I wanted to show it off or else I would have hung it up by now. But I have a spot up here next to a Power Rangers backpack and a uh, Ninja Turtles original animation art of Bebop that I'm going to display it right by Oh, that. wow. Boy. That's awesome. I've got a wall slab as well for Pizza Planet. Proudly oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. displayed on the wall. They're really cool. So, they are. They're awesome. 
Yeah, I actually I got a, a commission for one at the at the swap. I got to make a Elvira one. Yeah. Um, for you know who? Yep. The, yep. the lady who I for, I don't know her name. Sorry if you don't. There's no way she listens to this. Sorry, but uh, I, yeah, she collects the Elvira stuff, so she asked me to make her one. So I'm she, get she on bought. That. I haven't made one of those in probably like eight months. So I gotta. I'm like, oh yeah, shit. I have a spray paint. Like I have everything to make those. I I just totally haven't moved on to different things. She bought all of my Elvira. She buys. That's all she ever asked for. I, I, it's I, awesome. I want to see what her house looks like. It must be fucking insane. Yeah, so I got some you, pretty good stuff from her in the past. Do you still have a bunch of tapes left, Jesse? Oh yeah, I have an entire garage full. And uh, and and Chase wants to buy all my Power Rangers because I had about what would you say about thirty Power Ranger tapes? And were there thirty? Yeah. There were. Well, I put them all together at the end, and there was a shit ton. Yeah, there were a lot, and I know that. A lot of them because I only really have like the original five numbered ones, and yeah. then I have the five White Ranger ones, and like a fan club and something else. But you had just I didn't even know a lot of those existed. That lights camera action one I got that looks like it's all candy striped. Yeah, it's one of the coolest. It's like the weirdest box art. I, I wish I brought it in here. It's just like rainbow candy striped, just pinstriped. I, I found that in Florida, and I have I still have I've only seen it once the one time, mm-hmm. and then that was it. Like the only reason I'm selling it is because. Or the only reason I sold it was because the uh, the stuff that's on that made mm. it made it to the DVD set, and I have the DVD right. set. Yeah, but um, but I do have I still I kept my one two and or I kept I kept Food Fight, Happy Birthday Zach, and Day of the Dumpster because I have all three of those signed, and those oh. those are in my squeeze and shake cases. Oh yeah, that's yeah. yeah anything signed that goes in the squeeze and shake. Yeah, that's for sure. So, but yeah, it was ultimately a pretty successful time and. You know, hopefully, if you guys don't bring it to Atlanta, you know, Kev can make his way out here. I, we, I have a spare bedroom. There you go. Yeah. I want to. I want to find a laser disc so bad. I want. <laughs> I want some laser disc. I, I want gotta, you to I, have laser discs. I want you to have a player. If they were cheaper, I would have already sent you one. But I ain't doing that. Yeah, I ain't doing that. That's just so yeah, that's just crazy. Well, <laughs> once I I'm, I ordered some vinyl on eBay, and once they send me the boxes, we can we can work something out. Hey, there you go. As, as far um, did as you the know that discs. did you know that this is a sidetracking? Did you know that they made a uh, vinyl? I think RCA made it a record player that looked like a laserdisc player, where the record actually went it went on a tray and went into a player. It was read with a laser. That's really but weird. The only thing is, it couldn't read any colored vinyl or picture discs, so it could only read black. But uh, but yeah, and it would read both sides like a like a laserdisc player. There was only one. It was either RCA or Sony or something, but yeah, they still exist, but they barely work. So just a little for all you uh, audiophiles out there. <laughs> That's something to check out on YouTube. There's a few videos about them. But anyway, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> I think we're going to dive into Spider-Man. That's kind of what we wanted to, to dive into. Yeah, we're talking about Spider-Man and uh, where it's at. And uh, Well, before we get into that, we had some trailers that we wanted to talk about. Um, yeah, what did we watch? So, Jesse brought up, I had it pulled up a minute ago, but then all these movies you guys have been talking about, I had no idea what they were, so I've been diving into the IMDB universe to figure out, like, I was like, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> uh, so, you, Jesse, is you were just up to date on all new releases and all that stuff. So you sent us three trailers that you were thinking the good liar, 
the kitchen and Charlie's Angels. Well, I think one of y'all submitted the Good Liar, and that yeah, I did a, a little while back, and that was I, I I watched that trailer, man, and the the music was first of all it was so intense, and like I was I was with it like right away, like I was I I'm like sold. Um, plus the cast was was insane, Helen Mirren and uh, Ian McKellen. Oh yeah, Mister uh, Magneto himself. Um, it looks so good. Yeah, it, at first I thought we were. I, have you guys seen Apt Pupil? I have Apt Pupil. It, no, it's uh, based on a Stephen King uh, novel, and you should check it out, uh, Sprinkles, if it's since you haven't. But it's it's fan fucking tastic. It has uh, Brad Dorf or not Brad Dorf. It has uh, Brad Rinfro in it, and um, it's it, it, it's like a. It, I don't want to spoil it because it's really good, but. Uh, for sure. It it has it had a similar tone. It, like I thought that cuz cuz in the trailer for uh The Good Liar, we are not sure who Ian McKellen's character is or it cuz he's a good liar. But um yeah, I mean what was your take on it, Kev? Or like I would go with that. So I I mean I I had forgot about the, the app pupil. Uh Sprinkles is a uh, the general gist of it is a, a boy is blackmails his neighbor. Because he suspects him of being a Nazi. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it's it's cool. this, it's intense as fuck. But no, I would I would I would definitely say I I, I really am looking forward. I, again, I don't go to many movies at the theater anymore. Yeah. Just because it costs too much money when you have a kid and babysitters and things of that nature. And I don't like going to the movies by myself. It's not something I enjoy. Because you like to talk about them afterward, right? Yeah, I like to like discuss with like my wife like what did you think and yeah. then, you know she and i can go back and forth and so but i, I definitely will i want to see that I, I have a little list of my phone and notes like movies that i look forward to see when they come out and that that definitely made the list the one that i was really excited of all the three that we talked that you sent us was the kitchen yeah the kitchen the kitchen looks insane as well it's based on a comic book it has an interesting and ensemble it, cast it's a dc comic well, it's dc it's the dc what is it called dc Something it's it's DC has a like a, they've combined DC Universe. Well, it, they combined DC with something else. Vertigo. Uh, Vertigo? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, oh. but uh, it the book the comic book just kind of went up in value because the trailer's so good. Uh, so it's got um, Elizabeth Moss, Melissa McCarthy, and Tiffany Haddis, and they're wives of New York gangsters in Hell's Kitchen. Um. And they basically take over their their husbands. I, I'm assuming because what I got in the trailer, either I've uh, been murdered or die or and they they decided because you know when you're in the, in the mob you know the fam they always take care of family right, but the the wives weren't getting enough money they needed more money to survive, so I mean I'm like I like seeing Melissa McCarthy as a bad person like was I saying like as a as a gangster. Yeah, she's in, she's in a serious role. Yeah, and it's... I mean, the trailer is awesome. Yeah. I, I don't really care for Melissa McCarthy or Tiffany Haddish. Elizabeth Moss, you know, she's she has a pretty good track record with me, but it's neat to see them in different roles. Um, and the... Um, like, something about this movie just screams, like, sequel or like did you guys ever watch set it off in the 90s like uh where it was like it was like kind of like three women rob banks together it kind of had that same vibe um and i'm i'm into it i'm very excited for the kitchen like that's definitely oh, yeah. one that i'm the the writer is the same writer that wrote 
straight out of Compton. I mean, that really, yeah, that was a true, I mean, true story for the most part, but it's the, you know, proven, proven writer. Yeah. So I was, I'm watching it now. I didn't do any of my homework, but I'm just watching it with subtitles right now, Mm. but yeah, it looks pretty good. Well, it's not good. Not not the kind of movie I would typically watch, but same. It's not going to, it's not going to do it justice just because like the, they have like painted black playing in the background. Like once, one really yeah like at the climax of the just can't get rid of that song i, I know <laughs> yeah yeah i know it's probably like every six years that song has to be the the star of something i'm almost positive it was in spider-man as well yeah in in homecoming, in yeah. homecoming? did they say uh, i i would believe it but i don't I think I, it was I, in I the beginning remember. i don't remember a fucking song i mean charlie's angels they're re they're redoing the franchise i mean like it looked okay but yeah. I'm not like I'm not like dying to no. I mean, if it's on Netflix and I'm bored, maybe kind of a thing, you know. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really like the other Charlie's Angels either. The no. the re- I mean, it was okay for the time. I mean, uh the only reason I would watch this is for Naomi Scott, the the chick from Aladdin and Power Rangers, but um they're not selling her as the attractive one. Kristen Stewart is supposed to play like the spicy sexy one and you know like i always say give me some uh you know some uh <laughs> <laughs> some uh some, uh, some, some Nubian hammy, milkers yeah. you know but um, uh the the other chick i had never heard of her so i looked her up and she's like she went to combat school ella Balin- balinska yeah so, so mm-hmm. in the trailer she's the one handling all the 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 weapons and everything and it, it's pretty obvious that you know she's going to be the one carrying the the movie Okay, so it's Elizabeth Banks and yeah, Elizabeth. I don't know. Banks... I, Elizabeth... Who is she in this? Is she one of the angels? She's Bosley, which I guess. She's... Oh shit! Oh, she's okay. like she's the middleman between her, like Charlie and the girls. Yeah, she's she's a uh, Bernie Bernie Mac. Yeah, yeah, and she's Bernie Mac's character. I prefer Bernie Mac in that character. <laughs> what what I thought was weird. And Kev, I'm really curious to hear what you think about this. It was, it said in the trailer verbatim or verbatim um, from director Elizabeth Banks. Like, um, like, are we supposed to know her as a director? Like, right. Like she, she's directing it. Yes. <laughs> Elizabeth Banks is weird because why was she in that new Power Rangers movie? Well, that's what's weird. That's... That was so weird. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Why is Rita Green? What's going on? Well, she's supposed to have, like, it's supposed to be like an homage to the Green Ranger, and, like, that's where the evil comes from and things like that. Yeah, but she was maroon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, thought it was, I thought it was clever, but, I, I, yeah, there was a lot of problems, obvious problems. Yeah. We can get into that one. At some point, for sure. Yeah. Because I watched that entire movie, and I did not plan to. But um, because it's like two hours and ten minutes for that new Power Rangers movie, and that was that was a rough one. That's the, too much. <laughs> with with Charlie's Angels, um, I guess to kind of cap off this trailer, it reminded me of something that would play in the theater, like before a, a big movie, like like Spider Man, and mm-hmm. then and then everyone kind of turns and looks at each other and like, what the hell was that? Or like, why are we doing know? that again? Yeah, so like mm-hmm. that's the movie everyone makes comments before you know after it plays. Yeah. But, yeah, like uh, like GI Joe. Yeah, it's like yeah, okay, unnecessary. Cool. So I didn't I didn't you know send this out in our before show documents, but Jumanji: The Next Level, 
just dropped today. The trailer. That's cute. The next level. I get it. Because it's a, it's a game. <laughs> because it's a video game now. Uh, uh, see, I, I haven't seen the first one yet. Is it the same same four? It's all it's all the same cast. It's all the same people came back. So it's the next the same video game. That's what they're playing. Basically. Because those are the avatars in the game. Correct. Okay. Well that's a good But the rock thing, is played by his he voices and he is internalized by Danny DeVito. No way. So they're different characters. So one of the main like characters the grandfathers gets sucked into the game. Okay. But the other kids are the same? Yep. Okay. Well, okay. All, all the kids are in it, but I mean, but like somebody up at the top said, "What can we do to make a sequel?" And Danny Glover's and in it the, as well. And then the number one answer was, "Let's just get Danny DeVito and just make it the same movie again with Danny DeVito in it." And they were like, "Hell yeah!" Green I, light. I, <laughs> truth be told, I watched the last Jumanji with my wife, and neither, we didn't mm-hmm. we didn't hate it. Yeah, everyone we, says it's pretty good. It's hilarious. I've heard, yeah, I've heard it's it, it's kind of like a lot of things where people are like, yeah, it's good, but they didn't need to call it Jumanji. They could have come up with a different name, yeah, and it would have been the same kind of but genre. I, I wasn't upset with it being called Jumanji. Yeah, I'm a. I really like Jumanji. There's so there's I, been movies I, like I, Jumanji I was though. Pretty, yeah, like Jumanji, the first one, I'm very very much a fan of. So I was a little. I was a little heartbroken when I found out they were just going to take the name and make a video game movie. Jumanji Evolved. Which, <laughs> surprisingly, has not gotten a video game adaptation. Aside from probably some mobile game. Yeah. Probably. Well, and there was like that movie that was very similar. I think it was called like Zathura. And Zathora. Z- whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Zathura. 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 <laughs> Zathura. Zathura. Tomatoes. Tomatoes. I never saw that one. Yeah, but it's it's. The I same, heard that was bad. It's the same. Idea. That one had like Rihanna in it, didn't it? I don't know. Uh, you know, I, no, that was uh, that was Battleship uh, Valerian. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. It's another movie that's just like a blue lens flare. Oh, JJ Abrams. It's like that's all the poster is. It's just like a, a flare at the bottom, and then a few a few like side profiles of people, and then space background. Perfect. Have you guys watched anything this week? Uh, I've been putting in a lot of the tapes that I bought. Uh, like I watched Super Dave and uh, and I uh, watched Clarissa, both Clarissa tapes. Just great watching that stuff now. Um, yeah, Clarissa explains it all. God, that was a great movie show. Mm-hmm. I loved it so much. Uh, uh did it, I? I don't know. Yeah, you two talk about what you watched because I, I think I watched more than that. I hit up Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. Probably. Oh, right. I, That's the one. I've seen it probably. I don't know. 20 times now my son is obsessed with it and i'm okay with it it is awesome it's That's really good. good movie yeah i i was happily i couldn't believe it when i started watching it i didn't think i thought the art style was going to be the same like a just a dreamworks movie like just the same kind of art style it threw me off but then for when a while. they started moving and i was like whoa this is like I mean, it's unlike anything i've seen in a movie right they basically made a comic book come to life yeah, in a really, really good way. Yeah. It's it's like cell shaded, but not, and it's it looks like like muted colors, but they still pop. And it's it was tripping me there's, out. There's some texture, and there's some that isn't. It was tripping me out for sure. I was like, why is some shit? That's why I put it in our notes. I was like, yo, did anybody see this yet? Because like, 
what's going on with this like out of focus? And then I really got it. I was like, oh, it's because it's a comic book. In a comic book, whoever's talking is in focus, and everybody else is, you know, lightly fuzzed mm-hmm. to to draw it in. You know. Yeah, and John Mulaney mm-hmm. as Spider Pig. <laughs> I love that Spider Noir. Oh God, Nicholas Cage. Yes. Yeah. What was Spider Pig? I mean, was that based on something? Were all of those Spider-Men based on those, real? Those are all real things. All yeah. real characters. Yep. So Spider-Pig is a real thing? Oh, yeah. When did that start? A long time ago. Yeah, it's it's old. Really? Oh, yeah, I've got spider so, I've got comics. I mean, I've got So were the in Simpsons referencing Spider-Pig? Spider-Pig, yeah. Spider-Pig does whatever a Spider-Pig wow. does. Because at first when I saw it, I was like, that's not the actual Is this song. a shot at the Simpsons? <laughs> Spider-Man? Spider-Pig? <laughs> no, he showed up in a... Okay, I, we'll fi- we'll figure it out. I'm thrilled about it. I'm so glad that but, you're yeah. saying that because yeah, I'm yeah. definitely I'm seeing Far From Home this week. So next week we're probably gonna mention Spider Man again. So we'll retouch on when Spider Pig actually made his debut. But but this is great. Yeah, they oh, just they just relaunched news. it like last Tuesday or last Wednesday. They they had like an annual where you could buy like <laughs> Spider Pig. Like it was pretty cool. In, in like there, I think there's like four or five stories, and each one is yeah. done by a different person. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I absolutely I love everything about Spider-Man. I hate spiders. I'm deathly afraid of spiders. I'm a horrible arachnophobic, but I love Spider-Man. Well, that's that's a perfect uh, transition to kind of our main topic of today. Oh, yeah. Uh, we watched a movie. We did. This week's movie that we jumped into was Spider-Man Homecoming because the new Spider-Man is coming out, drops this weekend, right? Saturday? Today. Yeah, today. it came out today, yeah. Yeah, because I guess that's what we're gonna do now in the world. Well, they're doing do the, Tuesday, Tuesday movies, so they get the whole weekend. Well, they're they're doing it because of the holiday. Yeah, yeah, they planned that. Yeah, well, they're gonna have the biggest weekend. I'm ever. excited for it in a while because their weekend is gonna be five days. I mean, Spider Man six days. It's Tuesday. Yeah, yep. Spider Man Far From Home dropped today. Um, yeah, I'm stoked. I'm probably gonna see it tomorrow. Uh, I didn't. To spoilers, I loved Homecoming. I didn't expect it's, much. I, I went in totally blind. Uh, the entire Spider-Man franchise, my favorite. Yeah, I'm <sighs> I'm a big fan of of like the the villains. Ultimately, like uh, I'm all about the bad guys. I like Batman because of his rogue gallery. Same mm-hmm. same with Spider-Man. He has the best villains. Therefore, when he has a new movie, I go see it. I just I love his villains. I th- yeah. I think. So does anybody want to give a synopsis of this movie? Uh, yeah, go for it. <laughs> I like I like I like sprinkles in synopsises. Synopsi. Synopsis. Uh, of what? Of, of what? anything. Uh, Spider Man Homecoming. Okay, Spider Man Homecoming is about uh, Spider Man, uh, played by Tom Holland, <laughs> and it's uh, it's a different take on Spider Man than we usually get because he's not. We don't see him get bit by a fucking spider again, and we don't see Uncle Ben die. Yeah, it's it's a totally different. Um, what I didn't know is, is there something like before this that I, that I should know? Because I, I did not see any movie. Like he was in what? Civil War. Was that the only other one he was in? Uh, yeah. No, no, he was yeah. in, so he was, he was in Civil War. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. so he's all, he's excited about like, like work being with the Avengers. And a- yeah. after that, he, re- he goes home and he lives with his aunt May, but he's still under the eye of Tony Stark. Right, but like what I missed out is at what point did he even meet Tony Stark? Why is he there? Because the because Homecoming kicks off with just like a vlog where he's just stoked because he's about to get his new suit and all that. How, wh- where 
that that's the only reason why I can't put this as my favorite Spider-Man because I don't want to watch 22 movies to know what's going on. And in 30 years, I want to just put this in and know what's going on. Yeah. But people totally won't. So Civil if, War. If this is the only one they watch, they'd be like, well, who is he? Civil War is where he was kind of brought into the Marvel, the MCU. And then he was also in, um, what, Endgame and uh, yeah, um, and Infinity, Infinity War. War. But why is he Spider-Man? We do, we don't get an origin story. We don't get an, yeah at all. Okay, at all. so he's just a part of the gang. He's yeah. right away. Yeah. Weird. Are they going to talk about that? I want to know at what point did he call Tony Stark and get a superpower? Tony Stark, you know, called him. Yeah. So he already had powers. Well, yeah. we don't, but not webs. Yeah, we don't really. But he can jump really high. Tony Stark had heard about him, like through the interwebs, basically, and then he showed up one day. And in Civil War, you get you get some huh. backstory a little bit. Uh, that, huh. That's why, like, okay. whenever he's doing the vlog, he's like, or the introduction, he's like, yeah, so there's that big guy over there. And he like, you know, and there's the Ant-Man behind him fighting. Yeah. Yeah, that that's like scenes, but from a different perspective. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I know, like, when he's talking about what he did in Civil War and all yeah. that, and I, I understood that, but I, okay. That's pretty much cool. all we I just want to make sure that we are in the same standing, that we don't know why the hell he's Spider Man. Yeah. Right. Well, there's no, I, there was, did, yeah. Was he just. I think at okay. this point, they were like, everyone knows why Spider Man is Spider Man, right? Yep. So he did get bit by a spider. I would assume so. Okay. And, but he just didn't get the webs, the webs, the webs being a, being a canister is, is another gripe I have with these modern Spider-Mans where, well, that's how it used to be in the comics. What happened? Yeah. But Tobey Maguire organically shot web out of his wrists. Yeah. And I was really into that because he doesn't run out unless he like, you know, stops believing like, like uh, Peter Pan or something. But, but yeah, it, it was just an endless stream. And I was like, how much is in that cartridge? That's weird. But anyway, that's just my gripe with these modern Spider-Mans. I'm definitely, I still think Spider-Man 1 and 2, but with Tobey Maguire, are my favorite Spider-Man movies. I would rather watch both of those than, than Homecoming in one day. So the so in number one, who is his, the villain? It was uh, Sandman? Green Goblin. No, Green no, Goblin, no. I'm sorry. Three, yeah, it was Green Goblin. Good Lord. So it was Green Goblin, and then it went to Doc Ock, and then it went to Sandman and Venom. Yes. Um, yeah, same but, and, yeah. But okay we, with, we also got Green Goblin in part two because um, yeah, his son came back. Yes, mm-hmm. James Franco. Like, yeah. I'm not okay with Venom. I'm not okay with Sandman. They didn't do the character justice. No, those were terrible. Those were terrible. I'm, I'm kind of okay with Doc Ock, but I mean, I like the perspective. I think the way they did Vulture mm-hmm. in the comic book, Vulture is not uh, electronic. He's actually a dude that can looks like a vulture and it's horrifying but i like in, i didn't even know that really yeah yeah oh god uh, from the original spider-man comics poor guy he's just yeah because like the, back in the day all the villains were like it wasn't technology based it was all they actually were these they were all just they were up. called these things because they looked like these things right doc ock got the arms attached to him like that's always been the same but yeah, yeah. so i don't know but I think I like the perspective. I like the take, the fresh take mm-hmm. on Spider-Man in this one. I, oh, I right from the get-go, I was in love with this movie. But his because that is the most relatable Spider-Man. 
I, yeah, they I don't know. Start, I really start like this take. I, I like the younger Spider-Man. Um, I like the fact that he has all these issues in high school. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. The original Tobey Maguire, number one, is, is great. Mm-hmm. Um, they really nailed um, Green Goblin. And number two is great because Doc Ock was done well. But then anything after that, I was just like, no. Tom Holland was so like violently relatable and charming. And I was like, you son of a bitch. You aren't even acting. You're just talking about how you get to be Spider-Man now. <laughs> That's all you're doing. Is you're just excited to be in this movie. You like, I feel like that vlog was just put in because they were like, hey, that's good. Can we use that? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, and I love the, the dude, another guy from Curb Your Enthusiasm. What's his name? The, the, his, uh, the guy who has to watch him. Oh, uh, Happy? Yeah, Happy. Which is a great name for him, but I love that guy, that actor. He's fantastic. The fact that he has no patience for him, it's hysterical. Uh, so anyway, this is this is Spider Man coming into his own and and getting a new suit and. So that's that's John Favreau, by the way. Yeah, John Favreau. That's I don't know he, any actor name. He directed Swingers. He's in Swingers. If you haven't seen Swingers, see Swingers. He directed that. He's the main. Like, he's the yeah. main guy. Yeah. Yeah. He, I didn't know he directed it though. Oh yeah. Oh, he's directed a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Then he he directed, I think, Iron Man as well, right? Yep. No way. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. yeah. You never expect, you know. <laughs> you just look at him. You never, never expect. expect. You just look at him. You think character actor. <laughs> it's got to be it. He's just been living off regular paychecks. Just... <laughs> but uh, uh, with like uh, what Kev was saying with the villain, like or with with uh, excuse me, the take. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking of the take, I really liked seeing Michael Keaton as a villain, like, and as this villain in particular, it was uh, another bird themed, yeah, uh, superior being. Just, just give him wings, and I'm all about it. Birdman, oh, yeah. Batman, Birdman whatever. So all of them mm-hmm. good, so good, yeah. everything. But I, what's really cool about it is his motivation, like when, like how it opens up, and he's just getting shit on, shit on, shit on. Yeah. And I, I felt for him. I felt for him and his team. You know, his his ensemble cast of of uh, you know other other work like other workers like those. He was surrounded by good actors. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But you know that casting was so particular and perfect because a lot of those I kids, wanted more of that. So yeah, so did I. And a lot of those guys are people that came up in in the comics too, like the Tinkerer. And uh, I can't really? I can't remember the other guy's names off the top of my head, but man, I gotta actually read the fucking Spider-Man comics. I'm sure they're Dude, so, awesome. So many, so yeah, many well, different, there's so many different variations of you know. That's, yeah, that's but, part of this. But just all these, especially especially the villain origins. Yeah. Like I just want to all those probably so well written in those things. Well, the, the Wikipedia's are just you know full. Like oh, yeah. you can just literally type in like the Vulture, and you'll get like. Like if you don't want to like spend money on the books, that's one way to to kind of. Mm-hmm. I have all of these day. guys. I have all. So back in the '90s, Marvel released collectible trading cards. So I have. Everybody released collectible trading cards. Yeah, well, but and they're all still brand new for sale at local record stores <laughs> near you. So I have all the series of. So it's, I think it went to six. I have one through six, the complete series of all the Marvel cards. So that's how I know. Because it's, it's like a baseball card. Like, you're like, oh, the vulture. And you can see all his stats, and then it's Arch Enemy on the back. It's awesome. I used to collect Beavis and Butthead cards. That's awesome. I don't have them anymore. I wish I did. That's cool. But I, I agree, Jesse. I like the fact that the vulture, he was doing this because I've got mouths to feed. He's like, 
you know, I, I bought trucks for this. I got guys, you know, I, mm-hmm. I got people relying on me. But then the other crew members started getting a little like they wanted to just make money. He's like, that's not what this is about. This is about making sure that the family members and the people we love are taken care of. Yeah, it was interesting. And, and not, not, and normal. the fact that he was doing it, he was doing it for straight up like what, eight or nine years? He was just illegally stealing this power source, which is Stark's. I mean, do we know, should I know more about that stuff? It's all from uh, Age of Ultron. So when. Okay, didn't see that, but that pink stuff, he, they, he really wants it and it powers all of his, his, uh, his vulture suit and mm-hmm. it powers all these huge weapons and he sells it on the black market. And provides for his family, so that's the vultures. That's where he's coming from. Just fantastic, right? So Michael he's Keith. pissed off. Michael King just cannot fucking do wrong. I bet people take bets on him doing wrong, and they just never win. He's a great actor. Uh, he just can't do. He's so Michael Douglas is his real name, but uh, fun fact. Serious <laughs> fun fact is Michael Keaton's real name is Michael Douglas, but he couldn't go by Michael Douglas, so he chose Keaton. It works. I, I did. I did not know yeah. that. Yeah, he did. He was on Colbert and was like, "Yeah, my name is actually Michael Douglas." But so on his license it says Michael Douglas, but this is just a stage name. And he's like, "Yeah, there's already Michael Douglas that's just as famous." So that's wild. Can't do that. Can't. Isn't that something? Yeah. That's crazy. Go figure. So Michael Douglas, who knew? So I, best Batman we ever had. I love. Spring- oh, go ahead. I loved a lot of the facts when uh, Tom Holland, like as a young Spider-Man, he's like he's bored, so he's trying to you know jump around the city and so bored and solve crimes that aren't crimes. Like when the dude was slim Jim in a car, he was trying to get into his own car. Yeah. And Tom Holland, like, <laughs> like, you know, like beat him up. And then the, and the neighbors are like, what are you doing? It's loud. I'm trying to go to sleep. You know, Stan Lee comes in. Yeah. I just, I get away from there. I just thought all that. I, that's what I really liked about this. Well, I, I really like that. Yeah. With, with, with those types of, of moments, like it was, it was cool because, a lot of these comic book movies, those those like super subtle jokes don't necessarily hit. And like that, that hit um, the scene whenever the kid was like, yeah, just like a Bon Jovi concert like that, that hit. And I like I, w- I had a lot of fun with this movie from from beginning to finish just because of uh, like of the interactions and the, and the small nuances and a lot of the casting choices too, like Hannibal Burris as the high school yes. coach. Like who would have that who would have thought scene of that? Killed me. That scene killed me. I just he just didn't give a shit. He's like, pretty sure this guy's a war criminal now, but <laughs> it's school sanctioned. So there we go. Yeah, like that was such <laughs> a simple like his delivery was was perfect. And those 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 Captain America things like they were also kind of they weren't like huge jokes. Like they only lasted for maybe five ten seconds, but you but would catch yourself they, laughing. They were believable. Yeah, yeah. They, it was like, yeah, that is exactly what it would be like. Yeah. I, I liked it when he was trying to, he was like, I got it. How do I, he's like talking to himself. Like he's giving him the speech when he's about to go into the party to prove that he knows Superman, you know, Spider-Man. But like, how, <laughs> how does he convince him that like, where's Peter Parker? Like, where'd he go? He's my buddy. You know, I was like, ah, oh, that shit in high school. Oh, apparently Jesse's oh, bathroom, bathroom break. <laughs> Good Lord. What did you just, that was a big ass jug of something. It was just water. I'm sorry. I didn't think it was going to be that loud. It was just pretty loud. Straight up sound like you peed in a urinal. That's okay. I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad it's water because I thought it was a jug of milk. And I was like, no way are you sitting there with a jug of milk next to you. I'm, I'm, filling I'm up terribly sorry. <laughs> no. no, you're fine. Podcast you're fine. etiquette Some 101. Water works. <laughs> no, I mean, I just, I think, so if we're just counting live action Spider-Mans, this, yeah. this is my favorite. But if we're not, 
I would put Spider-Man Spider-Verse above and then do this one yeah. second. I'm a big fan of Miles Morales. I loved that character way when they basically Spider-Man's always been a, a white middle-aged dude. And then they made Spider-Man a Hispanic black mixed kid. race. Yeah. Hispanic is a mixed race kid. And I thought that was awesome. And I like the fact that it gave a little bit and more the, urban, urban touch. Yeah. The, my favorite part was that into the Spider-Verse was meta because Spider-Man existed in this world. There were com there there were costumes. Yeah. There were and the, like that You don't wear your own the, merch. So these two Spider-Man movies are what I would say are the best for any children to watch. For sure. Because these are believable Spider-Man. I did not put myself in Tobey Maguire's shoes when I saw Spider-Man in 2001. But when I saw these even as a old fart now i was like i believed i felt like i was these kids i was like this is the most believable storyline i would and this is for both homecoming and into the spider-verse just very like yeah that is exactly how this would go if somebody got these powers so i i have a deep relationship with spider-man so when i was seven years old uh my father was a doctor so growing up he was always working a lot i didn't see him a lot but Mm -hmm. on wednesdays it was his uh, half day, like he would take a day, half a day off. And one time he was like, told my mom to bring me downtown Nashville. And my dad was like, I got a treat for us. And I was like, oh, cool. So we went and he, at this time, you know, when you, you're younger, you kind of start figuring out what you want to, you know, like what, what are your hobbies are, you know, seven and eight. My brother was into baseball and I was more into art, like drawing and making characters. So my dad's like, he took me to a comic book store, the great escape in downtown Nashville. I wish it was still in its original spot. They've moved and it's not as cool as it used to be. Um, and Nothing he was is. like, you can buy whatever you want in here. Well, you know, you, you can pick your, you pick your book, whatever you want. And I found a Spider-Man book and I picked up Spider-Man and my dad read it to me. Right. And, uh-huh. and so Spider-Man has always been my character. My brother got into comics. He went to ca- Captain America, but Spider-Man has always been my character. Really? Your brother went to Captain America? Yeah. I don't know any Captain America kids. So my brother, for some reason, (laughs) is a big fan of the color blue. So like Ninja Turtles, he was always Leonardo, right? So like blue is his. Wow, another. Wow. So uh, I was always a Donatello. You know, I'm sorry, uh, Michelangelo, because I'm an orange. orange. We were always, all the cool kids were Michelangelo. You know, I mean, that's that's, that's your MBTI test right there. As as a child, which Ninja Turtle were you? Oh, you're one of those kids? Sit over there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm a Michelangelo. Raphael. <laughs> Get over there. But so when Tobey Maguire, when the, when the when the first Spider-Man came out, I was like so excited. That came out what 2002, one or two, yeah. And I, you know, because I'm in college at this point, I'm like, oh shit, yeah, my childhood is about to get on the big screen. I'm stoked because Spider-Man had TV shows. He had a cartoon. He had toys. Uh, he has a Japanese uh, knockoff called Supida-Man, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and it's awesome (laughs) but i was like dude i'm excited and i went and saw it in theaters and i can't say that i was just like yes you know what i'm saying like i was like this was good but the feeling i got when i watched spider-man into the spider-verse and spider-man homecoming i was like this is what i remember from my books yes this is what i remember from my childhood these are the exciting this is the feeling i i got when i read comics right and i don't think today those are the only two movies that have actually captured that in, in, in the Marvel universe in general, like a lot of the things have been changed so much. They never pick like one of the, like, 
you know, in Captain America, they did Red Skull, but like they, in most of these things, they don't pick the, they, they pick a, a, an odd storyline so they could build on it. Not mm-hmm. anything that's been major, you know, majorly done, like many major villains, but I think it was, like, it was it, after, cause Homecoming came out after Infinity War. Yeah. Right after, right? Yeah. Uh, no, it was like the the July after it, wasn't it? Two years it, ago or something. I have to look that up. Uh, but anyway, check. yeah, uh, <laughs> it came out after it. I feel like Infinity War was the marking of we have we have fully figured out superhero movies. There's no like, there's no bad parts in almost any movie that's come out after <laughs> after Infinity War. Infinity War came out after. I was going to say after Homecoming. Spider-Man yeah. came after Civil War. Oh, you're War. right. So, yeah. yeah. So, I'd say Homecoming is... Or Civil War I haven't seen yet, and I'm told that that one's amazing. So, it's really we'll good. just go ahead with that one. And it seems like they have been uh, batting a thousand ever since with Black Panther, with just all these... I'm like, okay. I've figured out your formula. Way more than it was in the early days. Like, I'm not going to watch Captain America 1. I'm just I'm not going to fucking watch it's it. Good, it's good, though. I believe it's it. It's good, though. But I'm probably not going to watch it, because, I mean, I got a lot to watch. I'll give you a cheat sheet of the good ones. Cool. Just yeah, to kind of put, just to kind of put in perspective, I hated Black Panther, but I loved this. So I'm, <laughs> I, I can tell you the good ones. Yeah. Well, see, I love Black Panther and this. Yeah. So I, my wife and I just actually two nights ago watched Captain Marvel. See, I didn't like yeah. that either. What did you think? I liked it. Okay. Cool. Well, I'm we, gonna watch we it. struggled. I we struggled next. with. We struggled with the. What is the lead? What's her name? Brie Larson. Brie Larson. We struggled. We struggled with her. De- we struggled with her delivery a little bit, like the way she was delivering lines. We were just like, "What?" Like, but I, I liked it because of where it fit into the MCU. Like, I like movies like that. Like, I like. I I'm a big fan of long television shows. Give me 13 seasons. Yeah. I like to put all the puzzle pieces together. Yeah. So that's that's I liked it from that standpoint, right? The, the homecoming did have t- a bit too many. You had to be there things. You, See, need, you need to know yeah. who that is. You need to, and I was like, I don't want to know who half these people are. I want to see Spider Man right now. I well, want to see Tom Holland figure out how to be Spider Man. I don't know who that guy is. Go away. So Chase keeps mentioning that the the issue as far as like what did I need to know, and um, you know where does this piece fall in you know into play? And yeah. I think that that might have been my biggest issue with this film is um, I think Spider Man is big enough to the point where he doesn't have to piggyback on Iron Man. Like he's he can carry his own movie, but I do know that that is part of his narrative, and mm-hmm. but he's done it five times before, so why can't he do it again? Or why can't that be the stinger? You know, as far as far as you know, the inclusion of Iron Man. But I know that I know ultimately we're building up to something. But yeah. I thought that this movie could have been a little bit stronger had it been um, just like a like a single outing. You know, like just. Yeah, it's like Black Panther. Man. You don't need to know what's going on. That's, well, that's all yeah. enclosed. That's a. It's all there. And I know that this wasn't an origin movie, but it also was our first Spider-Man movie yeah. with this guy. So, like, we should at least get a rough idea of who this kid is and why he's there. Why is you know? I had no problem with, aunt, you know, with him like, looking back, though. Yeah. Like, I had no no problem with the catch up to the Civil War, but it yeah. just seemed like they kept going back to it too much. And, but I mean, it, because I had seen the movies, it didn't really take me out of it. Mm-hmm. But um, and Marvel's good at that. They're really good at planting seeds. And, you know, I was more I, I was more worried about what's going to happen next. And 
you guys mentioned, you know, a couple, a couple things. You, you mentioned the, the spider verse, you mentioned, um, like uh, miles Morales mm. and, uh, what's, what's really cool about that. And I'm not sure if you realize this, uh, chase, but they, they subtly mentioned him. So in the interrogation scene with Donald Glover, he says, Hey, you know, I have a nephew who lives here. You, you know, like, you know, I'm, I'm worried about this, this area. Um, so that's a that's a reveal that that they're mentioning Miles Morales. Mm. It's, it's very very subtle. So does that mean that means Miles' dad had another brother, which is Donald Glover? No, that, that means his... that means it's his nephew, like his nephew. So Miles Morales' dad is a cop, and right. then his his uncle is 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 Donald his Glover. uncle is yeah, but his, his uncle is also the Prowler. Well, his uncle is the Prowler, yeah. Correct. Yeah. So he's got so, two uncles, Donald Glover and the Prowler. No, no, no. It's it, Donald Glover is the is the Prowler. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So because he's a, he's a criminal. Okay. Well, I didn't know if he was the same criminal. Is his name well, Aaron? Yes. Was it? Yeah. Oh. But uh, <laughs> I wanted to make a comment too about uh, wow. like what Kev was saying about how it's pretty cool that we have the multicultural you know aspect of Miles Morales. And mm-hmm. I think that I do think that that is cool. I think that it's really neat that we can, you know, not every character is white. Um, right. But I don't think that it's the reason why Miles Morales is successful. I think what did him justice is the writing. It's really like the writing is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Oh, so for sure. no matter white, black, you know, I'm not saying that this is what you're saying. What I'm saying yeah. is that's a lot of people's issue. And that's where there's a lot of debate on, you know, let's introduce, a, you know, a white or excuse me, a black, you know, person that's normally white or an Indian person mm. that's normally white. As long as they write it, it well, did. yeah, I'm fine with it. And Miles Morales, he, he, you know, obviously he's a great character and it's in, he's, he's, it's working. But, um, like, I don't know if you guys heard about, but like the relaunch of, of Iron Man, you know, it's going to be a little black girl named Riri Williams, I believe. And, um, there's, this huge uproar as oh to, in the com in the comics yeah okay I was like I, you can't change up Iron Man that fast and that drastic in the MCU well they're <laughs> they're the, well that's where that's where we're sitting at right now is it gonna yeah. be is it gonna be his daughter taking over or is it gonna be Riri Williams taking over and you know if if they don't go with the b- little black girl then MCU is racist but then if they go with the white you know the daughter than MCU's whitewashing. So I feel like they haven't really given given too many shits about paying that much attention to where the comics were and they just know how to make a good story with those pieces. Yes. It's kind of just a chessboard and they're like, we know how to write these things. Don't worry about as long we're as not tied right in like yeah. I assume Infinity War was a storyline in the comics. Yes. So how closely did that fit? In the in a gist in a five second like it was about fifty percent. I wasn't much into the Infinity War. I was more into the Civil War aspect of yeah. So that was a true thing. That was that was Marvel Comics being like, we have too many characters. We have to thin this out because we can't keep writing these books for characters that aren't as popular. So that's why the Civil War happened and people died, and they literally just like thinned the herd of characters and into more popular characters. And then so they did it, it again it, with Infinity War. Kind of with Infinity War. And then they did it again, but opposite in Endgame. <laughs> yeah, oh, pretty on. much. What happened? <laughs> so. 
I mean, but, but yeah, but, but yeah, that's that. I mean, on it, I because uh, that's really my only issue with with this movie is I felt like it was kind of piggybacking or, yeah. or like it felt like it had to. I don't, I don't know. Um, I hope we get for the first time a good Spider Man three. Well, I mean, there was, Andrew Garfield didn't get a three. Well, Tobey Maguire didn't get a good three. The second one was bad. The, the first Andrew Garfield movie I liked. The second one was very, very bad. Um, everyone was hoping that there was going to be a fourth one to to kind of go back to uh, the Tobey Maguire one because right. there there was rumors that they were going to release that as a comic book. Yeah, and uh, was, that never happened. It's supposed to be John Malkovich's Vulture. And yeah. Fucking, oh man, that would have been sick. I mean, like Keaton Crate and all. But if that was John Malkovich <laughs> screaming. That you a, are an idiot. That was so. another. That was another one of my notes. It was like, why did it take this long for the vulture to make it to the big screen? I yeah. I don't. Is Sandman in Far From Home? They, well, okay, it's, like it's like Melting Man. I I've seen those toys. I don't know what. So there's there's rumors of all of all of these things. So I and I tried to stray away from the. Uh, like I want it to be a surprise. Oh, okay. I just know in the trailer there's something that's like a fist that's not made of human, and I'm like, well, what is that? It's fucking Sandman again? I they thought... might be combining characters. I think uh, they might be. Yeah. It's hard to say. Like Molten Man, yeah, Sandman, Hydro I'm, Man. I'm totally into it, uh, but at the same time, I want, I want Tom Holland to go up against another personality, not a monster. You know? Yeah. What? <laughs> We're getting some live dog training. What uh? <laughs> Can you hear that? <laughs> yeah, Bare- barely. <clears throat> but no, I. So, as we normally do, out of five, what do you guys think? Spider-Man out of five Homecoming. for Spider-Man: Homecoming. Let's do a double rating. Let's do Homecoming and Spider-Verse because both of those are fresh in our minds and cool. they're both great. So, first off, I'll do Homecoming, and I'm gonna give Homecoming a, a four, a solid four. Only loses one point because it's it's a it's a side movie right now. It's not its own. Um, I really hope we do get a whole series. Like if Tom Holland can grow with this and not like, there's no reason he can't Daniel Radcliffe this and do fucking eight movies as Spider Man. And I'd be so into that because <laughs> we sure. know that we know that they can hold on to someone for that long. It's just a matter of paying them probably. Uh, so I'll give that one a four, and I'll give. Uh, uh, into the Spider Verse, that's gonna get a four point five. That movie's fucking. That's great. That was a great one. All right. That's a really great movie. What you got, Jesse? What are you thinking? I, I, you know, I went back and forth with this actually, and uh, I, I give, I give uh, Homecoming a four, just <laughs> no surprise. And then I, g- I gave Into Spider Verse uh, four point five, um, hey. just because it's a, it's a little bit better. And like, there's, there's something, the way that they showed what they showed it was very impressive like the the actual multiverse is i i had no idea how they were going to pull that off and they did it really well seamlessly yeah it was and and there's rumors that that's what's going to happen in this new movie is like because with uh thanos's like snap it fucked everything up it apparently opened up the multiverse yeah so that's kind of a neat idea to play with because what Bring Tobey Maguire back. They, yeah, exactly, and I and I like that. What also is pretty cool too about this particular movie is, um, so the vulture doesn't die, and right. the 
the vulture's daughter moves away, moves to Oregon. And right. uh, it perfectly sets up for, for Liz to come back as a villain, like in a later installment, the, the daughter. Yeah, and, for sure. And, I, and I really, I really liked that. It was super subtle because at this point, she's not necessarily pissed at, um, t- at uh, Peter Parker, but once she finds out that Peter Parker put her dad behind in, in jail, yeah, she's going to be the... even more pissed. Yeah, for sure. And in, in the Miles Morales books, they just revealed uh, his granddaughter, uh, the Vulture's granddaughter, is a villain. So I, I, I feel like that there's there's a little bit of pre-planning um, on on all parts there. Yeah. I agree. Can you guys hear the dog? Uh, yeah, totally. It's hysterical. All uh, night, baby. All, all night. night. Boy, all night. Just the, the baby, baby doesn't, doesn't like cry all night, right? The baby's baby's quieted down. The boy's good. Oh, that's good. And the dog doesn't wake him. That's that's good. Uh, and one quick thing I will say about Into the Spider Verse and why it's better than Homecoming is that Into the Spider Verse I would raise my kid on. I would. That is the one I'd be like. Abs- act absolutely. like this. Tom Holland. I wouldn't necessarily be like act like Tom Holland. I'd be like, eh, he's kind of like a spoiled little shit, and he's like. He's like he's not that cool of a person, so like he's fine. Be Miles. Miles is rad. Like that. That's a good written character. That's what I would. For sure. Yeah, that is a all ages. Oh, my yeah. son loves Into the Spider Verse, yeah. but for me, Homecoming is a solid four. I agree. I liked it. Cool. Wow. <laughs> it was no- nothing wrong with it. I just enjoyed it. I think it was well done. Spider Verse, which is kind of where we've kind of this this podcast is morphed into, yeah, is, is is a five. It was so well done. I think the voices they got, I think the characters, the way they were written, it was. And the bat at the end with Kingpin, Kingpin. Yeah. I didn't even mention, but Kingpin in in Spider Verse was fucking unbelievable, unbelievable. Best Kingpin. I don't want to see Kingpin ever again. That was that was awesome. That was exactly what he's supposed to be like unrealistically yeah. huge i don't want right. to see kingpin in real life it just doesn't look good right yeah that was cool yeah but, well but, guys uh, yeah. as always we are the guys behind the counter if you guys have any questions comments concern hit us up we are on twitter now so we're behind it's what is it now what is our twitter it's, handle? it's, it's, it's a btc podcast crew that's right it, yeah and you can also hit us up on instagram at behind the counter podcast or if you want to email us like old people uh, it's behind the counter podcast at gmail.com guys also do us a favor head over to itunes rate us give us some reviews uh, it just helps us grow as a podcast um so yeah as always we appreciate it yeah Later. thank you guys bye